0: Hello, this is your host Dubai Darwazal, from the podcast and engineer's guide to the unknown. I use Anchor, the free podcast creation tool that helps me crank out these amazing podcasts just for you guys. Anchor allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, welcome to my new podcast, An Engineer's Guide to the Unknown. A production of my isolation during this quarantine. In this podcast, we will explore the things around us and try to understand it from the perspective of an engineer's mind. So it will involve the hows and whys of the things we encounter around. Don't worry, it's not going to be only the technical jargon. We'll have fun along the journey as we go about unraveling the mysteries from all around ourselves. So this is your host, Luvai Darwaza Welcome to my podcast and let's get started. So before we could get on to our today's topic, there is something I would like to request all of you. This is my first shot at doing a podcast. I would love if you guys could share it with your friends and of course any feedback is welcome. As well, if you find any technical inaccuracies, please report it back to me. Today we are going to talk about the ventilator conundrum. We have been hearing it all around the news. Italy has been facing an acute ventilator problem and next in line is the USA. The hospitals are not able to cope up with the sharp influx of patients they have been receiving in such a short time. And so, the talk about flattening the curve. But what does all of that mean? Let's start with a basic analogy. Let's say there are X number of beds in the hospitals all around our country. Which means that at a time the hospital would be able to process X amount of patients while what flattening the curve means is to stretch the number of patients suffering from the disease over a long period of time so that the maximum number of patients the hospital can handle that is X is never reached. Because what would happen if that X number of patients would be reached would be that the hospital would not be able to attend to some of the patients. So comes our step of social distancing, which is extremely necessary to flatten the curve. But what is it about the ventilators, you ask? COVID-19 is racing through the populations. For many, the symptoms are mild. For others, the virus debilitates them. The lungs' ability to transfer carbon dioxide and oxygen in and out of blood begins to fall. Each breath becomes more labored until eventually they become too exhausted to breathe on their own. The patients that are presenting to hospitals with these symptoms need medical intervention before they suffocate. Unfortunately, we do not have a cure. The best medical treatment currently is to simply assist their lung function with mechanical ventilation. But hospitals are experiencing such huge influxes of patients that they do not have enough ventilators to cope. So what's a ventilator? To explain it in the simplest term, It's a mechanical device that would help you breathe. COVID-19 patients frequently develop an acute respiratory distress-like syndrome or ARDS. The alveoli, the small sacs in your lung that help in the diffusion of gases into the blood that is the oxygen from the air you breathe as well as remove excess CO2 into the air you breathe out. ARDS not only fills the alveoli with fluid, Making gas exchange much more harder, but also increases the likelihood of the alveoli collapsing shut at the end of every breathe out. This is because the diseased area of the lung do not produce surfactants normally. Pulmonary surfactant is a clever substance produced by our alveolar cells, which coat their inner surfaces, and one of its key job is keeping these tiny sacs open when the d- lungs are deflated, which is what happens in healthy lungs. But in ARDS when you breathe out, these alveolizes collapses shut and sometimes whole section of lungs collapses. Trying to force them open again in every breath require more pressure. The simplest form of ventilator also known as a BVM or a bag valve mask is a plastic bag that a clinical care practitioner can manually deflate with their hands it's what a first responder would use if a patient wasn't breathing instead of you giving mouth-to-mouth resuscitation it's a cheap and easy way to force air into the lungs all the diy ventilators we have been seeing popping up online made by the engineers by 3d printing and stuff these designs most probably are just robotic arms that can squeeze these bags at a set frequency endlessly, just like a bellow. These ventilators cannot be effectively deployed for COVID-19 patients as they do not have pressure and volume control as well as they cannot be synced to the patient's natural breathing pattern. A range of sensors needs to be deployed to sense patient's breathing movements and determine the inflow pressure and volume. Not doing so would cause barotrauma, which is the over expanding of the alveoli, and would lead to inflammation at the best or rupture at the worst. To avoid this, doctors need to carefully choose their settings on their ventilators. The primary guidance for this is to limit the volume and pressure of air entering the lungs. So, any low cost ventilator will need a method to control these settings. In high-performance ventilators, the breathing sequences are normally triggered by the patient. The patient is still able to breathe. They just need some external help because they are exhausting themselves with the effort. In order to do this, the machine needs some way of triggering the breathing cycle as well as ending it on the basis of the observation of the patient. This can be done in a number of ways. It can be a pressure triggered mechanism where a sensor detects a drop in the airway pressure indicating the thoracic cavity, the cavity where our lungs reside, is expanding. Or it can be a flow triggered mechanism where a sensor detects the airflow into the lungs. Or it can be triggered by a sensor detecting the electric activity of the diaphragm. The diaphragm is a large muscle separating our abdomen from the chest. Indicating the diaphragm is expanding or contracting the thoracic cavity. This also requires very fast microprocessors to detect and react to the triggers. Additionally, our upper airways warm and humidify the air entering our lungs. But they are taken out of the equation by the endotracheal tube which goes directly into the lower airway. This tube is inserted when a patient is on the ventilator. Without the warming and humidifying features of the modern ventilator, lung tissue will get rapidly damaged. So as you can probably tell, there is a lot more to ventilation than just pumping air into the patient. Tight regulation of pressure, volume, oxygen percentage control and humidification would all require more complicated mechanisms than the simple BVM pumps that are endlessly squeezing a bag to pump. Designing a ventilator for a purpose with cheap and easy to manufacture components is a difficult job. A lot of automobiles and a number of such companies are coming together to build a low-cost but effective ventilator that can be produced at a large scale which is the requirement of right now. One such company is Tesla. They released a prototype of its own ventilator. Elon Musk, Tesla's CEO, was initially sceptical about the coronavirus. However, in recent weeks, he stepped up his game and has assisted as best as he can. Last month, Musk supplied California with 1,000 ventilators that he brought over from China. Then, the all-electric carmaker's CEO reshuffled sections of his factories in the US to create ventilators, notably its Giga factory in New York. Now Musk's team of engineers including the VP of Vehicle Engineering, Lars Morvi, has created the first prototype of a ventilator system that mostly uses Tesla car parts. The team has highlighted the importance and their significant focus on using as much as possible their own car parts. This way, they try not to add any more strain to the ventilator making companies. Or healthcare systems by taking away their already depleted amount of ventilator parts. Tesla ventilator machine will assist COVID-19 patients to breathe with more ease by pumping clean air and oxygen into their lungs. The system uses hospital-grade supply system that filters into a mixing chamber, which then turns the air breathable. The back end of the system uses screens that will allow medical workers to easily monitor the breathing of the patient. Tesla has used Model 3 dash screens powered by the vehicle's infotainment computer to show pressure, airflow and volume. The feasibility of such ventilator and FDA approval is still remaining. But it is truly a step in the right direction. And here we have come to the end of our episode. I hope you guys had some fun. If you have any feedback or questions, shoot away. Or if you would like me to speak about something you are interested in my next episode, you can catch me on my email ID, luvai052 at the rate gmail.com That is l-u-v-a-i-052 at the rate gmail.com I would love hearing back from you guys. Kiddos until we catch back soon. Let's practice social distancing the best line of defense to the coronavirus pandemic. Let's all do our part because we are hashtag alone together.